Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live Let Thrive. What is up, Micah, man? I'm chilling, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Good. Good, good. Um, I'm excited to get back on the horse again and, and get a, get another great episode in for for our listeners. And um, this is episode 166 of your favorite Airbnb VRBO, Turo Lift Share Economy podcast in the world. And coming at you from Fort Worth and Arlington is Micah and Steve. And we are here to um, talk some shop. What episode number are we on? 166. Dang, that's Damn. a lot of episodes. For real. <laughs> so, what you been on, Stevie Stacks? It's been a while, man. Yeah, I've been doing the the Argus Rentals property management thing, man. So we're um, Argus Renters, <laughs> Argus Rentals. Hit us up, you know. Hit me up eight one seven five six six four seven seven seven, and we'll get your property managed uh, beautifully for you. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. Me and Federico been been um, doing some property management. Got some more units for some more uh, clients coming in the pipeline. Okay, and so two more starting up in the next week or so and then the um we're gonna have probably five more later this month five more clients hopping That's on what's up then we got one in houston so yeah we're starting to grow man starting to starting to get H-Town. the word out there h-town we love h-town it's a lot of money in h-town and um <laughs> so yeah that's what we've been we've been doing and uh it's it's been a it's been a growing experience and a learning experience at that but it's it's like it's like I mean you know you, when there's something going good and you just you're excited to wake up you know sure. excited to wake up you're excited you don't want to go to sleep early you got ah, I could do a few more things you know how it is and it, and um, I know you, we need sleep but it's like um, I think uh, Greg Cardone talked about it that adrenaline you know that adrenaline will keep you from getting sleep it'll keep you from you know doing a lot of things but it'll it, yeah it's just just flowing through you because you're 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 hitting marks you know you're, you're getting successful and stuff like that so. <sighs> that's what's going on that's what's going on what about you man dude same thing just hustling man i'm not as busy as you guys are right now i'm uh i'm kind of uh, pushing on the gas the, the brake a little bit um you know i just got back from mexico beautiful oh, nice. by the way down Where'd in playa del uh, i was in playa del carmen okay cool it was real cool down there uh damn i was actually thinking you know how can we talk about moving down there it's so nice <laughs> I talked to a lady, man. She had a uh, three-bed, two-bath house, pay six hundred U.S. dollars a month. I was like, "Damn!" They was she, like, "She's written it." Yeah, and um, she pretty much, you know, uh, you know, paying six hundred U.S. dollars a month. And then she was like, "Man, it's cool. You ain't really got much to worry about. If you have a few passive incomes coming in, pay a little rent, go live on the beach." Go tacos every morning. We had some good ass shrimp tacos, shrimp wraps oh, wow. every morning. Oh man, I was <laughs> loving it, dude. Man, you know, I was I was really loving it. So I really had that trip to really sit back, kind of recoup. But only thing with that trip was I had just launched the five Dallas units. Mm-hmm. So we launched the five. And then we went down to Mexico, so we had problems with a couple of guests, you know, people getting towed. <laughs> oh, they got towed. Yeah, oh, no. man, but they didn't follow the directions, so I'm still dealing with that guest because uh, we actually had to get her review removed by Airbnb because <laughs> she tried to extort us. 
Oh, oh, you have proof of that, of course. Yeah, yeah. She, I, I don't talk to these people on the phone. None of that. I talk to them straight in apps. And, uh, she tried to extort us, man. <laughs> what, pay for my towing and I'll leave you a good uh, no, Kind of. She was like, hey, you know, uh, I was like, when she got towed, she, talk, she sent a message. And I was like, uh, where'd you park? She said, I parked in visitors. I said, oh, okay. And I was like, uh, um, take a picture where you parked so I can show it. And I was like, did you use the parking sticker? She goes, no, I didn't, ha- didn't use it because I was parked in visitor. I was like, okay, because I have a sign in there. If you park in visitor, you don't need the parking sticker. Um, so she starts kind of going off like, you know, I have two, two kids under two and I got towed. Um, and, and then she says, uh, which I started feeling for. And then she was like, um, and this apartment's in a bad neighborhood anyway. I'm like, oh, okay. And then mm. like after she got her car, she then comes back and says, well, me and my husband were talking, and uh, if, you, if you, to take care of the tow charges, can you just give us another free night? I'm like, hold on, I thought we were in a bad neighborhood. So I was like, look, before I do that, I have to get with the tow company and the management company to see what happened. So I talked to the management company. They were like, uh, the Hyundai Palisade, the blue one? I was like, yeah. They were like, oh, here's the picture of the tow. She wasn't parked in visitor parking, and she mm. didn't have the sticker. Mm. and so they sent the picture and then i sent the picture to her and she and i was like i'm sorry we can't refund you but because this is where you parked she comes back and says well i thought that was visitor and i'm like and i send a picture of a site plan (laughs) with everything in it right and i'm like i I don't know how you thought that was visitor and i I posted the picture and then uh, i posted the picture i'm like hey this was sent to you the first day of check-in and here's where visitor parking is clearly marked and in where you park in the garage it says you need a sticker mm-hmm. so she starts going off um and i told her we were gonna refund her so she leaves this really bad review and so i just uh what i did was i was like look i'm, I'm really feeling you know me usually i'd be like whatever keep it pushing but i'm like no nah, this lady didn't piss me off uh so where we, i called airbnb and it, it was within two minutes. I was like, look, man, this is what happened. Two minutes, they had to remove. He was like, oh, yeah, I removed that for you. Nice. Like, yeah, two minutes. But, but I showed her. I, I literally said, you can go look at all the messages. I'm like, you can see she tried to store this for a free night by saying she was parked and visitor. Um, and she would never send me a picture where she was parked, which kind of threw up a red flag. I'm like, why don't you just show a picture where you parked if you parked, you know, legally. And uh, so now she's all over all of our social media is going off. Uh, she's on our Google. She left us a Google review, <laughs> and oh, then she's wow. on a Facebook right now. She well, about an hour ago, she went off on Facebook on our Share BNB page. So, mm. how much is the tow- <laughs> how much is towing nowadays? Like four hundred bucks. Uh, it cost her two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars for the and towing. Break the rules, man. You got to pay. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, man. I gave you a parking sticker. You had a parking sticker. You didn't use it. You parked illegally. I don't know what to tell you. And like man. Airbnb seen it, so they were just. Uh, you know, did their thing. But other than that, man, everything's been good. You know, uh, we got the five units up and we're uh, working on the unit in Arkansas right now. Nice. So after now, that re- one, I'll go ahead. Back to the, the towing incident. I mean, so now that, you know, like she she's blowing you up on the social medias and all that stuff and Googles and bad reviews that way. Do you think it would have been worth it to just give her another free night? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just to... Not have bad reviews. It got removed. Well, I mean, I'm I'm talking about for your Google reviews and your social media stuff like that. It don't I matter. Get those back up, man. I, I don't. You can't ca- cater to people who break rules and try to extort yeah. people. She shouldn't even be. Honestly, 
I wouldn't even suggest her to anyone. Like I wouldn't even want her staying in your place or the next host's place for doing stuff like that. And then you blatantly lied, right? You don't lie about it. Like, cause I just, one of the dude just got towed yesterday and we refunded him because oh. he put the uh, tow sticker in there and the tow dude missed it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we refunded him. See, stuff like that, I'll refund. And he showed it. He's like, dude, it was sitting right there. He took a picture of it, showed it. Cool, we refunded him. And did they refund also? Nah, man. Uh, so I, I've been actually doing research on this. <sighs> so to do, get tow companies, you ha it's a thing called uh, – you pretty much got got 14 days to take them to, like, tow court. Because I started doing I'm like, okay, if these people are getting towed. But now I fixed the issue. But it's like a little thing you got to do with the tow company. It's within 14 days. You can report a legal tow. Oh, wow. But, um, other than that, we fixed the issue. So it shouldn't only, happen anymore. The only thing is that that apartment comments don't play with the towing, man. They don't. <laughs> that's not, that's, that's kind of scary for me. I know. So we had to be very specific from now on. We fixed the issue. But where did but he not see the stickers when I'm wondering? He put it in the dash. We leave double-sided tape for them to tape it to their, to their window. Uh -huh. But he put it in the dash because these tow trucks, they don't, get, they don't get out the car anymore. What they do is they just flash a light, and if they don't see the uh, orange reflection coming back at them, they just tow you. Oh, orange reflection. Mm -hmm. So that's so those stickers shine orange back at them. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little orange sticker. Oh, I see, I mm -hmm. see. And if they don't see it, boom, you're gone. But I, I was like, look, put it in your mirror, in your window, so they see it, and then you won't get towed. Oh, okay. But, yeah, so this lady's tripping. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like you should – don't cater to guests like that. Like, because she'll go do it to somebody else. No, yeah, no, I, I understand all that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, because a lot – I'm just saying because a lot of hosts would, you know, cater because they're afraid of a bad review and stuff like that, you know. Um, real quick on the towing because it's, it's funny because a place where we're doing Airbnb – uh, it's from an individual, you know, it's like a, it's like a condo or any from an individual medium sized complex. And anyways, so everything's running smooth. We actually, we got long-term renters in there first. And then we started we turning it into Airbnb It's kicking major ass for us. It's our, it's our arbitrage, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and then she told me that, um, the complex started in a new rule where they have those, you have to have those stickers on your car, right? Like you mm -hmm. said, those parking stickers, even in visitor parking spots, Ooh. and yeah, and in the reserved under the under the you know the covered parking, that you have to you have to also have a sticker to park in your own spot. You know, she's she's like, man, I've been here for years and it's never told me to do that. Blah blah. blah. I don't know why they're tripping. And um, oh, and also if there's visitors of the people, they have to have these little yellow visitor tags that you hang from your um your little hangers you hang from yeah. your rearview mirror. And so I was like, oh, man, this is this came out of nowhere. You know, it wasn't a rule when we when we first started doing it. But I said, oh, I know what I'm going to do, because uh, I can't just trust leaving one sticker at the house and just having them, you know, stick it on and off. And then someone's going to lose the damn thing. So I went to King, uh, Kinko's or I'm uh, not Kinko's. It's FedEx. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then, yeah, I printed it. I told him to print out those those clear ones, the clear stickers on the laminate sheet of paper. Yeah, you got it right there. <laughs> See, I used to live in apartments. Yeah, print like I print a buttload, and then you can put a whole bunch on one piece of paper, one yep. piece of laminate, and then chopped it there, there with their cutters and stuff. And then I chopped out those um, hangers for it. So I have a whole bunch oh, there. Oh man, I didn't think about doing that. I was wasting time cutting them with scissors. 
Oh, okay. They you have a nice cutter. Chop them. Oh, you used the little thing there and chopped yeah, it. Yeah, they have a good Oh, man. No, mahogany going to be mad. Yeah, your fingers will hurt after those scissors. Yeah, your man. fingers be hurting. Yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, we should have just used the chopper. Okay. Now, for the hangers, yeah, you had to go in there and kind of cut a circle out. So it kind of, you know, that's mm -hmm. a lot of cutting. But so I've got all those on the counter there for the guests. You know, I tell them, you know, I have the tape there too tape it onto your yep. thing you know and and the and the long-term actually it went into effect where the long-term guest was still there he said you know he did all that stuff he never had a problem he said he said honestly i, I don't see any car he, he was there for like you know a month he said i don't see any cars here with any of that stuff on them and i've never seen a tow truck so maybe it's not maybe they're not too enforcing it right now yeah so what i did i leave two stickers out for every guest right i have the cleaners leave two out and we put the rest in the supply closet Okay. And then what we tell them is, and what we tell them is, so we don't have to go get new stickers. We tell them, hey, you get charged 50 bucks if you don't leave the sticker on the morning of checkout. So then they mm. just leave the sticker. Okay. Yeah. And, um, oh, man, if you, and by the way, with those hanger ones, yeah. uh, you got to holler at uh, Norman. He, he created some, he created like 100 of them, but he did it in a way where they did it themselves. Uh, the, the, I think FedEx did it for him and cut the little hole in it for him and everything. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, check that out. Because, uh, yeah, those hanger ones, those are pretty easy. And But these ones, yeah, you got to go and laminate them and everything. But the dude at FedEx, he was like, oh, man, I can make those. And he, we gave him the stickers, and he just start, uh, he just put them on the computer, put a page of them up. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you just go over there, put it in the lamination machine. It'll look just like it. He already knew what we were trying to do, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> I did that a long time ago at some apartments I lived at. For real? Yeah, because one day, like they, I guess they just implemented the the parking rule, and then all my all my buddies got towed. You know, they were visiting. So yeah, the next day I went. I, I had that idea. I go to FedEx and start printing out all these things, and it worked. They never yeah, messed with anybody again. But um, yeah, man. Uh, so towing that is a big that's a big issue. We never really mentioned that on the show, you know. And, and, and that brings me to something, man, about arbitrages, like. I've really noticed houses are easier. Arbitrages require a lot more logistics. They really do. And I was just like, damn. But I mean, you're, we're problem solvers. So we pro solve the problem. But that's why I'm like holding off on the arbitrage right now. And I'm just working on getting seven more houses under me. Because I'm like, dude, these arbitrages, it's a lot of damn logistics. Like, you, gotta <laughs> give them the, you know, like in a house, it ain't much parking the damn driveway. You're done. You know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. And I actually just got two deals sent to me, but I'm I'm holding off till I get this one up. But yeah, dude, it's a lot of logistics, especially with parking and things like that. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I mentioned it on the on the last show about um <laughs> about a certain management company dropping me. And I mentioned that on the last show. Oh no! I, oh, we haven't I done a me and you up in a you while. You talked to me about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that we was haven't the... had a me and you up in a while. Yo. Tell them what happened, Steve. <laughs> Well, uh, I've talked about this uh, this management company before on the show, and and well, what happened? It's kind of crazy, because I, um, you know, me and Federico, we got the we got our um, artist rentals going up and going. You know, we're starting getting clients and stuff like that. And so I remember back in the day, this this particular management company, which I've I've always had issues with, because you know they don't do the best job, whatever. And I'm not going to say their name, whatever. But anyways. Um, so they started this this like group chat just for all of the all of the members to be a part of. I don't know why you do that. Uh, to me, I don't know if I'd want my all my clients to be talking to each other and, and stuff like that. But hey, you know, whatever. If that's that's 
if that's what they wanted to try, okay, cool. And I got on there. And so if, if an issue came up, you know, I'd, of course I'd say, Hey, what's going on with this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, I was vocal about things and, and people got to know me on that and they started reaching out to me. And, and so I, and this is, this is, you know, a few months ago and they're like, Hey, you know, what's so, do you think they're doing a good job this and that i was like well you know i told them my issues yeah i don't think they're doing a good job too and i said yeah well i'm in the process of forming a uh, a management company of my own because i've been doing airbnb for a long time and and uh, oh yeah let us know when you get it started kind of thing you know we're messaging you know on the on the the dms and, and i'm like yeah yeah i'll let you know when we get started blah blah maybe in your in your future units because i said well you're here with local you're here with that company you're tied <laughs> <laughs> you're tied to that complex right so you can't i said so any of your future um any of your future um, units that you get or if i you know I'm, I'm gonna find units for people too you know i'll reach i'll reach back out to you oh yeah yeah please do please do anyway so like uh, time passes by and, and we got our our management company up and running and then um and so I was like, oh, yeah, I remember a few of those people from that group, you know, reached out to me. I said, hey, by the way, my, my you know, management company is up and running. And, um, and so I'm going to start looking for units for people. And, you know, I could, I could do management. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. Let's do a Zoom. All right. Let's do a Zoom. And so I did a Zoom with a couple of them from the group. And, um, and everything went, seemed like it went well. And like a couple of days later, um, couple of days later i got kicked off the chat first so i was gone from the chat and i was like it was just off of there i couldn't communicate with any of the of the vas or anything like that i was like oh, crap what's going on and um so i reached out to the to the found the, the the owner of of that company and and no response no response you know ghosted no, i'm calling i'm like i gotta know what's going on because i got guests coming in guests coming out you know i gotta if you're gonna drop me let me know so i can start handling my handling my business and um anyways finally i get a response from the owner they said yeah uh, check your email i sent you uh, an email of what we're doing you know we terminated services with you at this time uh a friend of a friend of ours friend of the show who's still under them technically they're they're sending me screenshots of what of what they're putting out there they're putting out there about me you know <laughs> saying steve's no longer a part of this group you know we're no longer representing him and um what do they say they said it's something like uh be doing um oh man uh, in other words saying unethical it's, it made it sound worse like he's he's been doing unethical things i'm like oh what the? okay that makes it sound worse anyways anyways so they i read the email she wrote a long ass email saying you know we're dropping you this and that and it tagged and tagged the um um the manager, uh, the part, uh, complex manager, you know, on it too, saying, you know, if you want to, something, and she puts some stupid stuff like, if you'd like to raise the price on him or something, they know that's on you, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, now you're trying to get into my money. That's not cool. Oh. But, anyways, <laughs> a woman's scorned, right? And, anyways, um, so I reach out to that, you know, the apartment complex, you know, head honcho lady. And, and I told her, well, hey, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. I told her the same story I just told you. And she said, oh, you know, I really don't like to get in the middle of these things, you know. And um, so just um, just let me know, well, you know, if you're going to manage it or have someone else manage it. I was like, well, oh, she asked me, well, you have a, a management company of your own. Why didn't, why didn't you manage it? And I said, well, you know that company is tied to y'all so that everybody has to go through them to get a place, to get a place here. And she's like, 
no, they're not tied to us at all. He goes, we have people that manage their own units here. You don't need to go through them. (laughs) Just let me know. And I I was like, oh, really? I was told that I had to go through them and I signed the thing and everything. And so so they were being um, untruthful from the very get-go. And I could have been managing my own or my management company could have took it over. But it turned out a blessing in disguise because I was able to get you know, cut free from there. And now I'm keeping all the profits or, you know, or the management company's keeping my management company's keeping a little bit of it and we're doing a better job getting great reviews. You know, my reviews are back up and I didn't have to pay. No, I mean, she didn't try to come after me for no fee or nothing like that. You know, she tells people if they, if they try to leave them early, they have to pay like $500 fee or something like crazy like that. But no, she just cut me loose and left me scrambling to, (laughs) I had to go figure out how to do the damn locks. and I mean, I had to do everything because they were handling all that stuff, right? I had to go YouTube and find out how to reprogram the thing so I can program my own codes. And I, it was it was just was like, damn, what am I going to do? Find cleaners. I had to find cleaners real quick on, on turnover. And how, how did that go? <laughs> how did the, the cleaners the cleaner go? Part. Yeah. That's still a work in progress. Uh, we have, you know, we have a, badass cleaner shout out to marky over there in fort worth right mm-hmm. and she does an amazing job for us over there but she she's she lives in fort worth and she's done some cleanings for us in in dallas and she does an amazing job but the thing is she just can't get out there a lot because she has a lot of business over here and um so we've been using we've tried already like three different cleaners you know and it's just been a are uh, you using the ones with the verified badge you know, uh, Federico's in charge of that. I will. I will tell him that. Is that? Is that? Um... Man, I got a badass cleaner off Turnover B and B, but I got one with the verified badge. Who uploaded all her information? She had five star reviews. Um, how many units you got in Dallas? <sighs> right now we have five units in Dallas. And I got five, so that's ten. Maybe we can. Uh, I'll put you in. We we got to sit down and talk after this. Maybe we can run a deal to use the same cleaner possibly get a little discount or pay by the hour so let's let's talk about it oh yeah 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 Yeah, definitely we we definitely need help with that yeah so yeah um yeah so so i have a couple questions about that uh yeah 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 so they dropped you they said it was unethical um now are you you're still in this complex so, oh, I didn't even tell you. I, I said someone, someone snitched me out from that conver- that Zoom conversation. That's what happened, you know. Correct. Someone that is so someone snitched me out to her, and she, and that's when I, I got dropped. And, um, and yeah, that was the end. She said I was trying to poach her, her clients. <laughs> so, right. they, Sounds like you were. I, well, I was just no. I, I meant for like future places they were going to get. I don't know how that's poaching their clients because she they were still with them and that's yeah that 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 that's that's poaching though because it's because it? you got to look at how they're gonna tell her that by the way Steve's over here telling us these future units we can go ahead and go to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, 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 I would say this. Um, it is technically unethical, but you are growing your business and you saw an opportunity. Uh, but I mean. Just be careful, you know what I'm saying? Be careful because you you are it is a bad it's a because remember this business is about relationships, right? Right, right, right. So it is a bad relationship look, but I mean it's one person, but I mean that one person can have, you know. 
yeah, yeah, I understand that. But to me, I was just reaching back out to the people that had reached out to me in the first place. That's what. That's how I saw it. It's not, uh, and, and the ones that have been complaining to me that this this you know management company's doing been doing a terrible job. This and that. They want to do it themselves or find somebody. I'm just supposed to let them suffer. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You, you, you as a business opportunity, it was awesome. I mean. I don't know if I would have done it, but I, I see your business opportunity. Hey, they're saying they're unhappy, you know, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, you go to, okay, I know it's funny. I mean, you go to the big, you go to Silicon Valley. They're always trying to poach talent from all the other companies, right? Google's Correct. and Facebook's and all that. They're trying to wine and dine and get them to come over to their side. I mean, it's whatever. That's, that's, but, that's, a, that's big business. <laughs> I'm not, okay, I see your point, but yeah. It could have been handled differently from from that person. I think. I mean, just drop, cut somebody all together, and leave them hanging. Then here you go. You couldn't hey, reach out to me. Did hey, that, don't, well, don't say it like that. The person who snitched you out. How did they? Pre- you got to know this. This is what I'm saying about relationships. Because the person who told it, you don't know how they presented the information. I I heard I heard some stuff. I heard some. Yeah. How did they? Present it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, pretty um, emotionally, pretty. Like, yes, see, that's what I'm oh, saying. So yeah. oh, they might have went up and said, "Hey, Steve said he's got a a, a a company and he's doing better than you, and they're gonna take our units." It could sound something like that, depending yeah. on how they presented yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, that's the thing, and I and I took the high road. I after all that, I took the high road, and I could I I felt like because we're going back and forth a little bit. I was trying to explain her my side of the story. And she said, no, no, no. Well, she sent me some, they sent me some screenshots of blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I was like, I didn't say nothing. I was like, okay, cool. Okay, just let me know and what, how we can proceed. I I could have said, oh, I got some screenshots for you, too, of those same people talking noise about you. You know, I could have went and done and got it real dirty. But I was like, man, screw this. I just want, I'm glad to be free from that managing our own units and moving forward because i was i mean it's just gonna get it's just gonna start a big you know a big mud fight you know i was i was just like because i could have you know those same people that snitched or whatever were the ones that were talking noise about that management company in the first place it's like you send in screenshots okay i could send some screenshots <laughs> but i just took the high road man i just took the high road. yeah there you go I, I mean, uh, man that's one of them sticky situations though yeah if they if they snitched you out and they're up here talking about they don't like the management company I, yeah i don't know i don't know but I, I definitely look i'll say this i definitely see the opportunity it was a business opportunity all day they're sitting there saying hey we ain't happy but then they go go run back and tell it i'm like oh hell no what kind of shit is it yeah 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 this one was but, a little, uh, was but a yeah little... man it, it's it's been a fun bumpy ride with us too but by the way shout out to our guy t hope best photographer in the dfw if you need your photos taken holla at your guy t hope coldest photographer in the game but um yeah yeah like i said i'm, I'm kind of pushing the brakes a little bit i'm just doing this one house and i'm trying to I'm trying to really go heavy on the buy side and um, I'm implementing the uh, profit first strategy right now as well. So mm-hmm. definitely kind of slowing it up a bit. So how did, how did your, um, your setups go at the, the five units? What was, how did the setups go? Like oh, the they design went good, and everything? Um, yeah. It took a while cause I had to find someone to do it. Um, but I went with Heba um, BTAC properties, B E I T A K on Instagram. I went with Heba. She did them for us. Um, we did them in like, she did them pre, I think in about a week, she did all five really quick. Um, 
we actually after that we got them all up and uh, it was it was it was a real tr- smooth transition. Okay, so she does the remote thing too. She sends every she orders everything and sends it over there to the uh, units. Or she what? orders it and then she comes into town. Oh, um, she came to town and did it. Yeah, yeah, she came to town and uh, we she hired a couple people out that weren't so good. So we all had to we actually had to put our heads together. And the reason why I was really she's in my mastermind group. So one reason I was like really really. Like we could all put our heads together and like kind of come up with different strategies to, you know, see how we could get it up. So it was real cool. Uh, but other than that, it was a real cool process. You know what I'm saying? Cause it, everyone was new. She was new to doing it. And I was, I've always been saying like, we got to all put our heads together to see how we can have a setup crew come in and set everything up. Um, one lesson, I'm going to say lessons learned, stagger your leases. That's a lessons learned. I was, in, I was just picking them up fast, 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 stagger your leases for sure. Mm. Um, what else would I say? Uh, yeah, stagger your leases. And I'm, I'm trying a few different things with these units. Like I'm making them pet friendly, but I'm also providing pet amenities such mm. as like dog kennels, treats, things like that. Um, so I'm real excited. And these units are doing really well, man. They're doing really well. Um, I think our average cost per night on the units is like 125 one to 125 to like 180. Mm. So we're doing pretty good on that but yeah we're doing well I, I li- i'm liking these units about how much was like the setup and everything the furniture and everything uh total we came in a little bit at about 8k per unit mm. yeah so it's about 8k per unit for Probably one bedroom a little bit more after the setup i would say let's round it up to about nine to ten per unit whoa yeah so yeah, you gotta pay to play right yeah you gotta pay to play. <laughs> so right now that's why i'm like i'm gonna hold up get everything paid off and then just take a little dip for a minute, get everything paid off, and then shoot everything back up, get this last one up. And then that's why the only thing I'm doing from here on out for a while anyway is buying. And I'm just doing the burr strategy on seven more doors where I'm not spending any money on setup. Everything's a part of the burr, a part of the rehab, and move that way, man. How long of a lease did they let you sign for? This one I think was 12 to 15 months, I believe, on all five. 15? You did 15? Yeah, I'll do as long as I can. Really. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do that, do places anymore let people do like two year leases? I wonder. I haven't sent, found two year, but I think you can negotiate it. I've seen the highest I've seen just with no negotiations is eighteen months. But two years are common. I, you just got to negotiate it. You can negotiate a two year lease, especially if you're picking up multiple units. Right, because that's the thing. Because you, you want to spend like nine grand on furniture and setup and then you want it longer you want a longer lease obviously yeah yeah you can uh what i would do well my always my goal is to renew um but if i can't i'll just take the furniture and just move somewhere else you know what i'm saying that's the, the best part about it you always think well i already have the furniture so my startup cost ain't gonna be there i just gotta move it somewhere else mm. your startup cost is probably just moving fees right right yeah because they definitely want a longer lease on something like that here, here's my thing. Um, that what I really like, what I really like about the management side, mm-hmm. is um, is no more for me on on my end. No more applications. No more management fees. I mean, I'm sorry. No more applications. No more application fees. No more uh, first months, last months. No more deposits. No more credit checks. I mean, it's like a beautiful thing, right? Someone else gets set up, up and running. Don't have to pay no furniture. Don't have to pay nothing, and they and they get it all set up, and I just make a, a chunk of the profit. And then that's that's a. It's been a it's been a great thing. And and I wanna I wanna like 
and I'm happy for my clients too. I'm gonna do whatever I can to get them in there at a good price and try to, you know, get them profitable right away. You know, that's the that's the main goal and get the guests to make, you know, to love their stay five stars all the way. That's the main goals. And um and it's cool and arbitrage is cool too. You you keep eighty percent, you know, whatever. But I wanna try to to bring that mindset and and um to um and I need to get with um it was Adam Johnson, right? Adam Johnson. The one that regarding, uh, I'm sorry. Regarding what? Adam Johnson that came on our show is Adam Johnson. Yeah, that came on our show and he does the he does the sub two. Sub two, yes. That's a and that. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying because he put something powerful the other day. Well, a long time ago, I hadn't been on the socials in a while, but he put something pretty powerful. He said that he goes, I just bought you know I bought like 30 homes in the last couple of years and I have never, they haven't had one credit check done on me yet. And I was like, wow. Cause he does the, the subject too, you know, mm-hmm. he does, he does it directly with the, with the homeowner and then they set it up, you know, get the lawyer to do the documents and boom, boom, boom. And he has the house, you know, in his name and um, mortgage stays in the owner's name and he just start and he, you know, fixes it up, puts it furnished, puts it on Airbnb, making money right away. It's, it's like, without getting his, you know, credit dinged or, you know, checked or anything like that. And, um, and just using other people's, yeah. Using other people's resources and money to, for, to advance his, um, his business. And I was like, that was really cool. So I want to, you take that mindset into, into the, the purchasing game. See, and I, that's why I really got to study sub too. Cause I'm like, how do you get the equity? I think I think what he does a lot too is he, he his plan is he has an escape clause if I remember correctly. Let's say he signs that subject to with that person for five years, he fixes it up, gets it rented out, gets it a rental, either long term or Airbnb, and then before that five year mark, it's already you know the house that he bought for a hundred grand on paper is worth two hundred grand or one fifty now because he put some equity into it and then he sells it to to someone else he puts it up for sale yeah and so so he's not getting the equity not what yet well he he, he cashes out the equity that's what i'm saying so that's the only reason i'm doing burr because i unless somebody teaches me how do you get the equity on a sub two deal he would he would either have like you said either sell it for a profit or finance out through a bank i guess he would have to okay so they refi yeah and See, then, I got to get, with, I gotta get with Adam Johnson and Michael Glaspie because they're the sub two dudes I always listen to, and they always have the game on sub two. Both of them have that military mindset about it too, man. They, they yeah, Michael Glaspie's a yeah, yeah. Ma- Michael, and, yeah, Mike and uh, <laughs> yeah, Mike and Adam. They're they're the true, you know, they're real and they understand it to that next level. So yeah, I definitely got to get because that that's my biggest question. Is like, how do you grab the equity? So that's why I've been doing the burr because I know how to grab the equity, sit on it and then go to the next one. I'm just recycling the do- dollar. Them, they're just recycling their knowledge, man. That's what I like about it. Just recycle your knowledge. Hey, go get another one. Go get another one. Go get another one. Yeah, but yeah man. I, th- those are two things I do want to learn is bird and sub two. I need to get a sub two book and sit down with Mike and uh, Glass, Mike and uh, Adam and pay them, you know, to really learn it. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, um, it's another tool for the tool belt. And so yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> what what else uh, what were you going to say? Yeah, I had a question for you. So are you, you are looking to move to the buying side? 
Yes, yeah, that's the ultimate goal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that, that's that's really where I'm at now. I, I want to get like seven more like houses to buy, and then I'll just be kind of chilling for a little minute, you know. And then I'll just you know kind of chill, get a couple more, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you're taking a break from the arbitrage game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Taking a little break. Uh, yeah, and also I've been coming up with a bunch of LOs lines of credit. You know, I just did my. Um, you know, I got the HELOC approved from BBVA. But when they did the appraisal, they only gave me 37000 instead of the sixty-seven. So I said, hell no, y'all got to run that back. So, <laughs> and then uh, and I sent them comps from my uh, realtor. And uh, they were like, okay, we'll redo the appraisal. So that I'm waiting for the – it takes like two to three weeks to redo the appraisal because they're going to actually come inside the house this time. So I'm waiting to hear back from that. So, yeah, but, yeah, I'll let y'all know how this BBVA HELOC goes. Hmm. Uh, think about your cleaners. So you have a, a great cleaner. So you just use one cleaner for all five of your units then? No. Um, I have a backup. I have three backups. Let me actually tell you about the cleaning game. Cause <laughs> man, that was shit. It's rough. Yeah. So what I do is um, I had a total of four cleaners starting off at these, right? I had a backup who was charging like way more than the other ones, but she doesn't do a good a, a job. So I made her the backup, backup, backup. Mm-hmm. And then I have one main one. We got her off turnover. We, we actually got the, our home cleaner here to be our house cleaner in Dallas. But what I knew immediately, because when we hired her, I was like, me and Mahogany were talking. I'm like, man, she's a hell of a cleaner. But I'm like, man, we're probably going to have to train her on the turnover. So the other day, like we had an issue yesterday or day before yesterday where you know, she was sitting there all day washing a blanket, right? Mm. And I'm like, why are you washing the blanket? Well, it's because the bad cleaner before didn't put the damn duvet cover on. She just put the damn, uh, didn't put the duvet on. So she just put the whole comforter on. So somebody spilled something on the comforter, but they didn't understand a turnover. They're sitting there washing this comforter over and over. And I'm like, you could just go in the closet, replace the comforter, put that one up, let it wash dry put it back in the closet because the next time you put it on, it's going to be in a duvet and they ain't going to see the stain, but we did charge their assets for the stain. Um, but yeah, so it's certain things you got to train them on, but the one that's really good, she's all on, she's on turnover B and B, but what it made me realize was the turnover B and B has really changed from how I've been using it because you can make them upload pictures and they can't close the job until that picture's uploaded. So it's a lot mm. of good things about turnover B and B that they have and they've implemented so yeah, she she's hell of a cleaner. Got a hell of a cleaner. And then my two backups, they'd be really good. They just need to learn certain things and then the backup backup. I don't know what's going on with that. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, the main cleaner, she she's been killing it. That's good, man. And it's good to have of course you need the backups. Um yeah. oh man, something what was I gonna say? Oh, something something to to keep in mind if you're if you're jumping from one PMS, you know, like smart PMB to to another one or whatever, um, Logify, whatever you're doing, if you're gonna you're gonna try to jump from one to another. Um, be sure to <laughs> be sure to check out to the I guess I guess the way you would. This is what happened to us, and then you okay. can tell me you can tell me. Um, oh, let me write something down too. I wanted to ask you. Okay. Okay okay um so so one one day uh, one morning i guess i guess um federico 
switch from from one of the logified smart bnb or something like that and like at midnight or whatever the last day it like it canceled all of our cleanings it canceled and it was like right by the you know it was when it was on a sunday or something when all the turnover was going to happen because it was it was linked it was linked to turnover bnb and so once it expired and it was no longer our um pms you know um mm-hmm. All the all the cleanings <laughs> got canceled, and so we had cleaners. They're like, "Oh, I guess they canceled the cleanings," you know. So they didn't. You know, we're calling them. Hey, you know, I'm looking at the camera. It's getting a little late. You know, are y'all gonna go clean? Well, it says on the turnover B and B, y'all canceled the cleanings. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and so we looked at turnover B and B, and it canceled all of the cleanings. So Federico's scrambling, you know, trying to get them back up, calling all the cleaners and this and that in Fort Worth and Dallas, and. Uh, and so, I mean, we, we got it done. I think, I think maybe a guest had to wait a little bit, and, but, but it was, um, yeah. So that, that could, I mean, if, if we had a hundred units, that would have been a bad situation, right? Yeah. Cause I, okay. I did a, I did a similar switch. Me and Federico actually did this switch together. You know, I cut smart BNB, but smart BNB is only my messaging. I was only using smart BNB for messaging. And when people be calling Smart BNB a PMS, because you 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 know the third or fourth person, if there's features on Smart BNB I'm missing, I thought it was just a messaging system. Oh, they have PMS features. Uh, you know Federico handles that. So, oh, he does. Okay, uh, I, I was I just, just wondering because a lot of people are, but I had heard Smart BNBs hopping into the PMS side with like direct booking websites, thing like that. I talked to him after I canceled it, but I'm hop back over there later. But, uh, but we switched all our messaging over to go straight through your porter. And so I had like double messages going through and stuff like that. Stuff was looking weird to the guests. So <laughs> I kind of had to go back through and start shutting stuff off. Uh, but yeah, now we're 100% off Smart BNB. And um, for the timeshares, we just 100% use Airbnb. Only thing about Airbnb is they don't respond to inquiries. Auto respond to inquiries, which makes sense. Um, but other than that, man, you, your porter will do it for the other units. So I, yeah. like when do it, implementing a, a plot profit first, your goal is to start reducing expenses, which makes me think, dang, cause I, it was something you just said that made me think maybe I'm double paying for something. You guys said y'all switched. Y'all switched from smart B&B to something else. I, th- I thought we, can't, we went from oh, Logify. This is what it is. Turnover B&B, you just made me think, maybe I need to cancel turnover B&B. The only reason I don't want to cancel is because all my backup cleaners have access to it. But on your porter, there's a cleaners app. Oh, nice. So in your porter, you can put the cleaner inside of the cleaner's portal, and they can go in and see all the cleanings. Right. So, yeah, let me write that down. I need to look and see if turnover – if if your porter has like a backup cleaning feature, cause I might be mm. double paying. Hmm. Yeah. So, so the big question I was going to ask you, and this is, and this came up, um, I was doing a chat with my, my clients and, and Sarah, who's going to do the design for them, you know, do the design and, and, and actually I'll get with you on the, on the setup. And cause if y'all were looking for someone to set up my buddy, who's currently, um, you know, not working, He's <laughs> he can kind of kind of do some stuff, do some things, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he knows he knows how to turn an Allen wrench. So a real good dude. I'll vouch for him. So anyways, um, he's teaming up with with Sarah to be their um, their guy to, to put the things together, you know, and, it's, and, they, and they had similar 
bad luck, I guess, looking on Thumbtack and the other apps, or whatever, to find people. <laughs> is, that, is, that, shit, man. is that is that is that where you are trying to find people? Task Rabbit, holy hell! But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting up convicts or what? Man, <laughs> oh damn! Oh man, I'll tell you Task Rabbit in a minute. Go ahead with your story, and I'll talk to you about Task. Okay, okay, yeah. Get back to the setup. Anyway, so I was on a. It's actually a WhatsApp call, and and um, with 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 um, the two clients that are coming in, getting two units, and um and Sarah, and she's explaining how she's gonna do everything and the ordering process and all the stuff and the design, and and so they asked, um, I think it was what uh, my my client friend Marty, I think she asked, you know. They're they're like right down the hallway from each other, right? It's like it's two units over there in in, um, and, in Dallas, and it's in the same complex, and this is a smaller complex. And it said like if it's like a couple doors down from each other. She's like, I wonder if you can like we can rent them out like together, like if a big you know family comes through and they want to stay kind of close to each other, we can rent them out as as like one thing, or we have to rent them out like individually. And I was like. I think Sarah was like, you know, she answered first. She's like, yeah, I think you can do that. You can put it, you can make three different listings and then rent them one, you know, individually, one individually, one or, or together. And I was like, and I was like, that's, that's a freaking good idea. It's kind of like, it it reminds me like if like, like when you rent out of your house, if you want to rent, you know, a three bedroom house or you want to break it up individually. And and so you would just have to make three different listings, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So how would you how would you do it exactly? You just make three different listings, link them all together. And you uh, just link them. Yeah, I know. I, I know how to do it in Airbnb. It might be a struggle. I need to actually figure out how to do that in your reporter. But uh, you can make three different listings, and then uh, just link them all together. And then just after they're linked, somebody books one, it'll block off the other two. It'll block if somebody books one, it'll block off the one that has all three. And then if, it oh, block, if somebody God. books where it's all three, it blocks them all off. So you don't have double bookings. You see what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause, I mean, it's only two units. Yeah. It's only two units. So you still need three listings. One is a whole unit. One is like yeah. a, it would act as a two bedroom. And we'd explain to them it's, it's right down the hallway. It's not exactly a two bedroom. It's just you can rent them both together for a certain price. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that would make a, I mean, we see our, our friend in, in or our client in Houston, man, he's a two bedroom unit over there in Houston's killing it. Right. And so I'm like, if this thing and, and Marty and Marty, my, you know, my, my client friend, she was saying that she wanted them to look similar. So someone could rent them together if they wanted to. And I was like, that's not a bad idea. Ooh, I have something to talk about on that. That's a <laughs> idea, actually. It's a what? Real good idea. And why? Okay. Why is that? Um, what you can do, like, let's say you have a really, like Sarah does a damn good job designing, right? Mm-hmm. So if she designed five of them or two of them exactly alike, and they feel like they're coming into one listing like that, that, that helps it. But also let's say somebody sees that one listing and they want it and it's booked, you can shoot them straight to the next listing. We actually did that with three of ours that we did in Dallas and the other two are different, but they ah. have the exact same floor plan. Nice, also, nice. it saves you on photography costs too. You only have to uh, <laughs> only have to shoot one. Yeah, shoot like one or two of them, and then yeah. reuse the ah. Reuse the that's not a that's a wow. 
Yeah, that that and uh, I've heard even Sean talk about doing that. Like he'll have some places out. He goes and also what it does is you can scale it at a much faster rate because you have you just order three of the same of everything or whatever, or however many you need, and you scale it that way. And so this is and in the, one, my, the way I'm doing my house, I'm doing it a little bit different. Uh, and this will the way it is kind of save y'all some money too to cut out. I don't know if a designer will be okay with this, but this is what I'm doing. And I have a designer who's real close so they, they'll do it for me. I'm ordering all the like operations items, mattresses, box springs, TVs, um, uh, TVs, houseware, all that. I'm ordering that. I just ordered it last night. It came out to like 4,000. So I'm like, now if all we're doing is ordering the operation stuff, you leave the, like decor, 100% decor on them. Art, couches, uh, headboards, however they want to color it, paint, whatever, it'll save you. Because then you'd be like, like yo, my budget's 5000 but you only got to buy, or 6000 but you only got to buy the big items, the bed frames, um, the art, and the couches, and like the dining room tables. See what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then they come in with their Wayfair discount, might save you some money. Nice, nice. Because now, when people give you setup prices, they aren't always accurate. Mm. And that's what I've noticed because there's certain logistical things you have to order in order to make the short-term rental run. Mm. So if you order those items yourself, it comes out to a lot cheaper than – but in the good thing about using Heba, she doesn't upcharge the furniture. Like if the furniture's, if this item's fifty bucks, she ain't gonna charge you sixty for it. She's gonna look mm-hmm. at fifty bucks. A lot of designers do that. Yeah, so that's why I was like, okay, I can cut that cost if I order some of the like the like if you order the main stuff yourself and then tell them, hey, you just go in and set it up and then you charge me your design fee and for whatever else furniture you order, the mm-hmm. big furniture. So hmm. That was one other way I could think to do it. And, and the stuff that the operation stuff, man, I got a whole spreadsheet of all the operation stuff and it, and it comes out to like four grand. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> to save, if you want to save money. And that's well, what I'm yeah. doing from here on out. Um, any designer I'll talk to him, like, look, I order the big items. All you're doing is setting up and doing the design. Yeah. And the designer items. Nice. Nice. Now, now you, you mentioned Sean earlier. I remember uh, Federico was wondering if he should buy the pricing. He's like, ah, you know, I, I like. He's a great. He's great a YouTuber, man. Uh, Sean, he's he's, oh, yeah. he's brilliant. And Federico started looking up. I wonder if I should do, you know, buy his pricing module. And I was like, yeah, look it up. See if you want to do the the module. And he's looking at a different modules. And we even reached out to a friend of ours that that's on, you know, Sean's program. And Federico started sending me all these screenshots. He goes, man. I'm looking at Sean's units, man. He's got bad reviews everywhere. <laughs> three stars, like averaging three point something, barely four. I'm like, I'm gonna and, give you some uh, game on that too. I'm happy you brought that up. Well, I'll tell you what. What we saw uh, there was uh, the recurring theme. He's real strict. He doesn't let you know. He he and he gouges. I mean, I don't want to say gouges, but he nickels and dimes guests a lot. I see that, and they don't. That, that pisses them off. So he's he has like, like, he gets bad reviews for that. But that's his business model. What were you gonna say? I've heard the same thing. Uh, yeah. But you know what I think that comes with? 
I think that comes with you need a lot of arbitrage units to really make it pop. Like if you listen to the last few guests who are doing these big ass houses and making like doing like five, seven grand a month, they don't need as many units. So if you have that many units, logistically, you might end up with some bad reviews because it's, it gets real hard to manage that many units. You know what I mean? And then keep a five-star review rating. Like me, I'm not even a super host anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but I ain't got no like three-star <laughs> everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? But, but at the same time, it, it becomes a little bit more difficult to provide a five-star review experience. That is why I like the big house model because you can deck it out, get a better guest, and then you don't need as many units. Like I'll say this. I know people in this industry that have 30 units. Matter of fact, check it out. I know a guy with six units who does seven figures a year mm. with six units. Wow. He can provide a, a five-star review experience with six units doing seven figures a year. Mm-hmm. So, in the, and this is why I'm kind of backing off arbitrages too. I'm like, to really do it in arbitrage, because you've listened to any arbitrager who's super uber successful they got a shitload of units. But the ones who are super successful with a few units, you barely hear around. But I'll throw one name out there. Jay Massey. He kills it. But he gets targeted units that are going to produce a target cash flow so he can do more with less. Another person's Al Williamson. He can do more with less. Mm. So when you're in the arbitrage game and you're doing these apartment complexes, it's bro, – it's hard to f- provide a five-star res- five experience with a whole bunch of units. And I can even vouch for that from the timeshare perspective, but it's getting a lot better because of Federico. He knows what he's doing. I can yeah. even vouch for that. It's just, it's just like if you're at a Hilton, man, and you got how many customers coming in, a thousand customers or so coming in a day, you can't, you can't give a five-star review to all those. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to be pissed. So... Mm. yeah but yeah that, that makes sense on the pricing calculator side it's a badass pricing system and i use it <laughs> okay it, it is legit how he yeah uses it. okay um, cool i don't really do the nickel and diamond stuff but his price per night strategy and how he sets up rule sets by the course it's, it's, it's game changing cool uh we'll check it out then yeah i'm happy you even... brought that up because we literally just talked about that on a, on a on a call like oh yeah when you get all these damn arbitrage units, dude, it, it it's kind of hard. And plus you need a lot. And when you're doing ones and twos, you need a lot more to be like real, not profitable, but to produce a bunch of cash flow. You need a lot more of them. That's why these people be having 60, 70, 100. And then I, that's why when these last few guests in Atlanta, they really made me, they opened my eyes. I'm like, dude, we need to be doing more with less. You got 10 units producing you 7,000 a month. Off one, so ten times seven, seventy k a month off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's freaking amazing, and 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 we and we've talked about that getting like a, a you know getting a, renting a house and making it really nice and just trying to pump out as much profit as one. The only thing that scares me because I mean obviously Dallas would be the choice because mm-hmm. most everywhere around here is is residentially is banned, so Dallas would be a, a choice. But then now they're start talking about they're starting to talk about banning it in residential areas mm-hmm. in Dallas and banning houses to do Airbnbs. And so I another thing you know Grand Prairie, but I was like that's Dallas County. I don't know if they would just 
you know, they'd be the last domino to fall, which would, which would suck, you know? So it's kind of like, Oh, we're going to spend like, you know, 20 or 30 grand to make a, this house all badass, And then all of a sudden they ban Airbnb. Yeah. That would suck. That would suck. You know, but if you, yeah. Yeah. I'm happy you brought that up. That That's another thing that's concerning because da- Dallas is still on the fence. I know Atlanta's forcing everybody to get permits right now. Um, but I mean, if they implement regulations, remember regulations don't mean banned. Regulations really kind of mean less competition. So you have the professional host doing it. So, I mean, I would take that leap if you can, you know, I'm trying to deck this one I got out right now. I'm trying to deck it out really nice. So it's possibilities are out there. Right. Right. Um, so one real quick, <laughs> and we've talked about the August lock on the show before, I think, right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's come up and, and uh, for fans that don't know, listeners that don't know the, the August lock or the one that, we were introduced to by by our um, our client over there in Houston. He said, "Yeah, I just went ahead and put an August lock." I said, oh, "Okay, what kind did you put?" And he said, "The one that goes behind, you know, on the inside of the door behind the deadbolts. He just attaches right to it." I said, "Oh, that's that's kind of cool." He sent me like a video of how it worked and stuff, and he said, "You don't need a you don't need a Wi-Fi hub. It just goes. It works directly with your Wi-Fi, right?" Mm-hmm. And so uh, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty freaking neat, especially complexes that don't want you to change the locks, right?" Mm-hmm. And so it just um, it, it sits on the back of the deadbolt, and then when you know with Wi-Fi, you can open it with your phone with an app, and it just zzz, it unlocks and locks your your existing deadbolt. It's a beautiful thing. So that that's pretty cool. That's you know we can control it. He put us on as as owners, whatever, and we can control it over here. And um, so I was like, okay, first guess. I think first guess it worked really smooth. You know, um, there was a couple hiccups. I think at like two a.m. one time, the guest couldn't. <laughs> the guest couldn't get in right because i don't know something was it was giving him some error on the on this phone and i was like and so we're me and federico are waking up and trying to show him where the lock where we hit the lock box you know hit the lock box you attached it to the gate of the because it's a a lower level we attached it to the little fence of the of the patio right there we didn't want to have it on the door and so he found the key and he was able to get in you know no problem and um I said, we'll just use that key until we figure this issue out. And so we started telling, um, we started telling our client, you know, well, this, this is a great, you know, it's a great idea, but I don't know a lot of people, the next guest couldn't figure it out at all. Right. They couldn't figure out how to download the app. Couldn't figure out how to use it when they download the app. We couldn't put it on his wife's phone. It was just like, so actually our, our cleaner slash boots on the ground over there in Houston, she said, you know what? I could just leave some keys on the inside. And when they get there, we can just open it, you know, open it for them with our, with our access and they can just use keys while they're there. I was like, shit, that's a great idea. Instead of having them go down to the bushes and, and get the lockbox, And I said, we'll just leave some keys inside. If the, if whatever person arrives, can't get in, we'll just boop, unlock it for them. And then they get in now they have keys. So that worked for a minute, and then what? And then our client actually came up with an idea. He said, "So you can buy uh, like a little keypad mm-hmm. that you can stick on the front of the door or somewhere beside the door, and they can people that don't want to mess with the August lock and put the app and everything, they just use the keypad." I was like, "There, we found a workaround." So we had to <laughs> so the August lock. You already spent it over two hundred something dollars. Then you got to buy the keypad to put on the front. It's expensive, but if you get it to if you get it to work, it's 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 really nice. And then another 
potential another future client you know we're looking for a place for him he sent me this lock that he likes a lot he said i think i want to use this lock when we get a place and it's a it's a schlage and of course you have to change out the lock it's wi-fi it doesn't need a hub just like you know now um, um august don't use a hub anymore which that was an issue and you just it works directly for the wi-fi and and it's a key code and you can use a key on it. And I was like, well, that's the best. Why use the August one if I can, if you can get that one for like 200, it's like 250 bucks or 240, wherever you find it. So if you're going to go ahead and have to buy that keypad anyways and use both, you know, might as well just buy that um, Schlage lock that works with the Wi Fi without a hub. Schlage and code? Yes, that's the one. He sent me that one. I was like, that's a pretty cool lock. You know, I wouldn't mind using that one if you want. They just in- integrated with uh, your porter too. Mm. So, but your porter's charging you to create a code, ninety nine cents a code or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, straight oh, nickel and diamond, dog. I was like, what? Uh, but, um, <laughs> it's funny you bring up the August lock because the ep- last episode with uh, Kiera, she actually talked about the August lock, and she was like, what she did, she did something similar to you. She gave him the keypad, and she also has a lock box. Also, one thing she did say about the August lock, the reason why they did the lockbox is because let's say the person's phone dies. Mm, can't get in. Can't get in. Can't get in. So she yeah. was like, I had to think about that. So she said what she did was she has to just set their code as the last four of their phone number. Mm-hmm. What I do, that's why I have the, I use the remote lock 5i. I'm going to tell you the pros of the remote lock 5i. The pros is, it doesn't need a why. Uh, it doesn't need a hub. It integrates with Airbnb, Verbo, and Mail, and like it'll it'll automatically email and send the uh, code on platform as soon as they book. It'll send it on platform. Um, the downfall, and I just installed one yesterday. I had one. My friend installed one. The downfalls they're a bitch to set up. That's the only problem. Mm. They take oh, like okay. 30 minutes to set up, 30 minutes to sometime an hour to set up. But once they're up and running, it's good to they go. barely ever fail. And they're, how much do they cost? Shit, they're like 200 something dollars. <laughs> Hell yeah. About as, probably as much as the August lock. But yeah, that, that was the issue I was hearing with the August lock was if that phone dies, they're done. Um, only thing is, if their phone dies, they probably can't get in contact with you either. So <laughs> you ain't waking up. <laughs> You ain't waking up at two in the morning. That's 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 true. That's yeah. I didn't Actually, that. that might be a saving point, though. How's that? Shit, if your phone dead, you can't call the host. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> be sleeping in their car. You ain't getting a good review after that. That ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> if my phone dies, I can't get the code yeah. and I can't call the host. You have no idea yeah. it happened. <laughs> now, now, yeah, that's true. Now the um. Yeah, you should tell that last guest about the the keypad you can you can use now on the front. Put, put yeah, that she in talked front about of the it. door. That's okay, cool. She was so using she, the she, keypad, so she got one of those to put on the front. Yeah, because she was okay. like you, because she was talking about like how she you have to have safeties in place because yeah, it, it's a few things that can go wrong. But even at that, if someone was to lose the keys at one of the places, not lose the keys, but was to even if their phone died on mine, they really couldn't get in. Because if they don't have the code, they don't have the code. So I guess, honestly, maybe somebody's phone dying really ain't a problem. Yeah. Yeah, they better go to their car and charge it. 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you have to. Yeah, maybe, shit, they ain't going to call you. They ain't got no damn phone. <laughs> I just thought about that. Damn, what are we thinking of? We creating problems. <laughs> so, Airbnb's on fire right now. Everybody's written like crazy. Everybody's traveling again. Did you get your shot? Did you get your shot? <laughs> okay, so let me talk about the shot. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Royal Caribbean, I would buy some of their stock if you have it. Uh, mm. They just announced uh, vaccine optional cruises. So that's up and running. Uh, so when I was down in Mexico, we, you, you, to, get, to come back into the country, you have to get COVID tested. Um, I don't know how legit those COVID tests are. Uh, I, I got mine on the main strip in Playa del Carmen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're legit. They're legit. But uh, you can use it to get on the plane. Uh, but other than that, man, uh, as far as traveling, Airbnb, travel is up. Traveling is moving. Um, as far as, like, just – I kind of lost my train of thought. The shot. You were talking about the shot. The shot, traveling. Oh, yeah, Airbnb is on fire. The thing I was going to talk about with Airbnb being on fire, they're going to all these cities saying that they don't have a lot of hosts. And I was talking to our guy, our friend, Will Slickers, the other day. I was talking to him on Instagram. And uh, he was talking about a few locations uh, and I was telling them the hot spots. I was like, man, honestly, these are the hot spots. Ain't nobody touching. And I don't really want to say I'm on the cast. <laughs> but no, honestly, the hot spots where nobody's touching. And most people I tell this anyway, ain't going to touch these spots. Because we were talking about the South because he said he's about to be in Little Rock and Memphis and all that. I said, dude, I said, dude, I've been setting up. Y'all. I said, bro, my eyes have been on Memphis for a long time. Only reason I'm not touching Memphis right now is because I-40 shut down because there's a crack in the bridge. Um, anywhere from Texarkana, Texas to Alabama needs units. Those are the hot spots. I've been telling wow. people, like, those are the most driven through places and nobody thinks you can make money there. That's your advantage. Nice. Ain't nobody going to none of them places trying to set up units because they're like, no, this ain't no. That's why I tell people, those people who want to go to the big city and do all that shit, keep doing it. <laughs> like I don't, I don't really try to set up shop and like, like one of my targeted areas I want to get into Memphis, and Memphis has a basketball team. They have um, barbecue, barbecues, <laughs> Memphis in May, all that. They have the event space to do it. So that's one of my, I've been targeting. Like I've been eyeing Memphis the whole time. I'm like, man, I got to get in Memphis. And it's cheap to buy. Hmm. So you're looking to buy over there. Oh, yeah. Like places like that, I'm looking to buy all day. Nice, so nice. Like anywhere, Texarkana, Texas, East. Hot spots. Now Even let's Oklahoma. talk. This just does remind me, the places you're targeting, um, and we can talk about it on the show. We're minorities, right? So when you ha- when you notice you have a certain demographic, I don't know. This okay. I would say okay. What happened, what would I do if I had a, if I knew it was mostly Hispanic staying at my places? What would you do if you have places where it's mostly mostly you know African American staying at your places? Are you do you do anything different? Because I've heard from from some people that that are you know African American. They'll say they'll leave like um shea butter they leave like certain creams and lotions and stuff like that that they know that their clientele will use and is that is that a good thing or a bad thing or or what do you think 
I mean, if you know that's your target customer and that's what they want, yeah. Yeah. But how do you gauge that? Well, my ring doorbell tells me. <laughs> no, no, like, how, do you, how do you gauge that to, well, yeah, yeah, you, I guess you could do it that way. Oh, you you like, see a trend who's booking your places. You're like, oh, okay, so I'm going to, yeah, send some stuff out that they might, they might enjoy. And also, yeah. That I would never thought of that because I'm not, you know, I'm not black. I don't know. So what you leave out for the Hispanic guest? <laughs> <laughs> See, you're gonna get us in trouble. No, I mean, <laughs> shit. That's what, that's why people love live let thrive. No, we no yeah, we th- we keep it real. We can't <laughs> talk about the shit they can't talk about. We keep it real, man. Um, you know, at, at my house in um, in in uh, in Hearst, I had a lot of Hispanic guests. You know, and, and it's we had our picture as the thing yeah and so people a lot of hispanics you know mexicans would like oh what's the stay there it's a mexican family mexican house and um we i guess uh, they love to barbecue you know us we like to barbecue (laughs) so (laughs) had a nice barbecue pit out back at the charcoals and stuff like that because i knew they're gonna come come to the house they want to you know cook out with their family that's just a mexican thing yeah and then we had like um, stuff where they could, you know, uh, make their, their tortillas and stuff on the, you know, just like a like a, a big, you know, pan that they can make the tortillas and little things. Because we were Mexicans and we left a lot of our Mexican stuff there. Yeah. So I think that that got us great reviews. Um, I don't know. How would you what would, like? You uh, so like my places in Little Rock, they're highly decked out with African art. OK, but. Everybody books it. We don't really get a targeted guest. Um, but if like if we noticed that, I, I would say this. Like, let's say you noticed a certain demographic coming in, right? And then you then re you then revamped your place to fit that target audience. I think that's a cool idea. But honestly, what I have really really noticed is just what you said. People book based on the profile picture, and not only the place, but the profile picture has a lot to do with it especially when you're talking about African-Americans, Hispanics, they're usually, we're just more comfortable booking with our own kind because we don't want no discrimination shit to pop off. I mean, it might happen. You know what I mean? So people be like, right. Fuck it, you know, um, I mean, because, and, and also one thing, I posted a video about this. Like I honestly don't even travel in Airbnbs unless I'm going out of the country or I'm traveling as a group. Um, and then I notice when you do travel as a group, your options do get kind of dwindled down depending on where you're going. Like these hot destination spots like Orlando might not find too many hosts like us with seven bedroom homes. Mm. So that's what I've also noticed as well. Mm. So, but most of those units are themed towards like Disney and stuff like that. Uh, but it's funny you talk about the profile picture because I was at a short term rental dinner in Houston a couple of weeks back and it was a guy at, at the table. And he said, he said he has, he has a uh, complaints from a, another demographic of people due to where his place is, which is in a certain part of Houston. So he said, uh, I said, man, so like, what's the area? He goes, they'll complain about stuff. That's not even my problem. He was like, they, they'll, they'll say, Hey man, the neighbors were outside smoking weed. He's like, I can't fix that. I'm like, dude, you should just get with Airbnb to take that stuff down. But he said, yeah. But he keeps happening. Like they'll complain about what the neighbor's doing immediately. That tells you who the hell's complaining. Uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> What he was saying was, he shows, he goes, I purposely use my profile, his own picture, personal profile picture, to detour that type of guest. I had never heard that shit before, but I was like, hmm, I never thought about it like that. 
so that guy, what, what is he? What he's, black. he's black. And he puts his picture on there to keep potheads away? No, no. There's certain demographic of people that so they don't want to fuck with Oh. <laughs> I was like, bro, I never heard no shit like that. <laughs> and he was like, but he said, he was like, yo, I did that because I kept getting bad reviews off stuff that they he couldn't fix. He goes, but when people like me book, they don't have a problem. They don't, it's not their business. They ain't worried about the neighbor dude. <laughs> so, I, I look because that's why I love this industry because there's so many ways to think about things, right? Yeah. See, remember when we were first talking about the profile picture thing, we were like, well, we just want to invite everybody. And then we start noticing, well, if it's ourselves, just people that more likely look like us are going to book it. Right. So he was just, and he used that same logic. Like, but he was like, man, I kind of try to detour other people. <laughs> Hey, it's how you look at it. You know what I'm saying? It's different put, strategies. He put some Karen deterrent on his unit. Pretty much is what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the guy's a friend of the show. Hopefully, he knows who he, knows who he is. So, yeah. <laughs> That's genius, actually, man. That's yeah, because, I mean, you even said it. You said when you had your picture up, you basically got Hispanics booking with you, you know? So... <laughs> it's funny you should mention the the pot smoking because a buddy of mine told me a story he said uh, the other just today he told me the story he's like man i went home and my wife's cleaning my art her her daughter's room you know it's a stepdaughter and she's troubled whatever he goes and she's she goes what is this like um rainbow gummies or whatever he's like oh they're gummy bears he he grabbed them he said i started munching on them and then he's like these things taste funny he's looking at it man he popped he already ate a bunch of those things he said he was gone, man. He said he's like he's never been like that before. He wanted off the ride, man. And so <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to chill in his patio, just like, oh god, we'll make it stop. And he was just, you gotta oh, be, be. He ate them. He ate, like he a, ate bunch a bunch of them. them. Like he was munching on them. Then he's like noticed the weird taste, aftertaste, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, edibles don't gummies. play, man. Edibles, yeah, the edibles. Not... <laughs> well, that's what the edibles do. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, watch out which which gummies you eat. That's the if you learned anything from this show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can use your uh, use your profile pictures repellent. Uh, so, <laughs> Karen repellent. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, it was funny when he said this shit. I was just like, damn, I ain't never thinking of that, but I guess it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, it's, it's always show. fun. It's always a fun show, dude. It's always a fun show. That's what people love about us. We keep it real. Yeah. Keep it real. We talk about stuff you're not supposed to talk about. But hey, man, come on. <laughs> come on. And I, <laughs> it's all good. It's all we have. We have fun on the show. And we and we learn and we share and we live and let and thrive. That's what we do. For real. Facts, man. LLT. But yeah, man, thank y'all for continuing to tune in, man. It's been a minute since we've been able to hop in our studio together, but we did it. Remember, you can find us at Live, let thrive on Instagram. Email us, live, let thrive at gmail.com. Follow, you can follow Micah Artist, Stephen Shea Suarez on Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank y'all for continuing to listen to us, man. These, these episodes are always fun. Hit me up, Argus Rentals. Argus is the largest. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, but hit us up and uh, yeah, continue to thank you and continue to listen. Sorry if we sometimes get off topic, and, but we got to keep it 100. It's on topic. <laughs> Yeah, all right, man. Good seeing you. All right, we are out. Later. Peace.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.